we have questions to ask about money that is being given by the province to colleges and universities to the tune of $1.3 billion. We are lucky enough to have with us right now London West, NDP, MPP, and the critic for colleges and universities, Peggy Sattler. Ms. Sattler, how are you this afternoon? I'm, uh, I'm okay, Mike. How are you? I'm okay. I'm Good. interested to know because you pay such close attention to what is going on with colleges and universities, how you feel about what you've heard, $1.3 billion that's been outlined in a, a number of different branches, it seems, going to colleges and universities. What are you feeling? It is not going to come close to dealing with the crisis that uh, Ontario's colleges and universities are facing right now. I mean, we had, uh, under the previous Liberal government, under the five years of, uh, of the Ford government, we have seen year-over-year declines in the funding that is provided to post-secondary education. Uh, the government's own expert panel released a report in November saying that $2.5 billion over three years would be needed just to keep uh, the sector functioning. Uh, And then we know that the federal government is going to be implementing a cap on international students, which will cause a $1.8 billion additional revenue hole for our colleges and universities. So $1.2 billion is not the kind of funding that Ontario's colleges and universities need, that students in this province need need uh, in order to have a stable, sustainable post-secondary sector. Ms. Sattler, help us to understand, because we already got a text saying, hey, if you want to go to post-secondary education, you want to go to college, you want to go to university, you should pay the whole freight. Why does the province even get involved? There is a public good to post-secondary education. We all benefit as citizens of this province when we have, uh, you know, well-educated workforce, uh, when we have post-secondary institutions that are responsive to labor market needs, including, you know, local labor market needs, and we uh, we we uh, progress, we advance uh, uh, economically, socially, um, when. And we have well-educated citizens. And so it is, is vitally important that our post-secondary institutions are able to function and continue to deliver the high-quality education that uh, Ontario has prided itself on uh, for decades. We already have half of, uh, almost half of Ontario's universities have indicated that they are in a deficit situation, so 10 out of 23. We know that, uh, as I said, there's going to be a $1.8 billion loss of revenue uh, when the federal government implements the cap on uh, international uh, study permits. So the situation is very serious right now, and the government has come up with, uh, with uh, a measure that is going to do nothing to, to address the long-term sustainability of the sector. London West, NDP, MPP, and critic for colleges and universities, Peggy Sattler, joining us. Ms. Sattler, one of the things that we always get concerned about when we see money that is given in large amounts is, okay, it's being given to a number of places. How much oversight is there in terms of how that money can be used? This seems to be broken down into a number of things. Should we be concerned about that in any way that colleges and universities may take the money and not really use it for what it's spelled out for? 
you know, oversight is very important. I absolutely agree with you there. Uh, but we have had a number of reports from the Auditor General uh, where the auditor has pointed to the risk that, that Ontario's post-secondary sector faces when so much revenue is being generated by international student tuition. So right now in Ontario, uh, only, only less than a third of the funding for our colleges and universities come from the government. The other, uh, other two thirds comes from non-government sources, in particular international student tuition. You can't have a sustainable post-secondary sector when you have such a low level of public investment from the government. We are dead last among all Canadian provinces in the amount of, of funding that we provide to colleges and universities. Uh, and we want to have institutions that are able to provide the kind of, of, uh, of student supports that students need uh, to be successful, that are able to work with employers, you know, to provide those work integrated learning experiences that give students a, a leg up when they go into the labor market. And our, uh, our post-secondary institutions right now are, are starved for resources because of so many years of chronic underfunding. Well, we'll see where this can go and what it does bring and whether or not we will see any colleges or universities. I mean, we've heard it, Ms. Sadler. Queen's University was very public about it, saying they're one of the ones using reserve funds and whether it means cuts to programs, cuts to whether it's professors who can be cut, whatever it happens to be, what the fallout is from this. Thank you so much for your thoughts on this this afternoon. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Can I just make a point about Queen's? I mean, Queen's is one of the universities that has had a lower proportion of international student enrollment. We have seen international student tuition effectively subsidize our post-secondary system. That is not the way that you run a high-quality, sustainable, stable post-secondary system in this province. Yeah. Thank you so much for this. Okay, thanks, Mike. That is London West. NDP MPP, Peggy Sattler, also the critic for colleges and universities. Just got a couple of texts. We're going to talk tipping next half hour, but let's return to this. Let's say at about 5.20 this afternoon because I want to get back to this topic. And I got a really interesting text, and I'll read it to you right now. It says, so if there are two applicants for a university course, one being out of province, one being from Ontario, What safeguards do you have that the out-of-province gets selected over the Ontario students since universities will look at having additional money? That's an excellent question. And from what I know, what safeguards? None. None. And Ms. Sattler just said it. We've had international students, the rise in the number of international students that have been brought into colleges and universities has helped to generate a lot of revenue. Sure, this is about attracting the best and the brightest. It is. But it's also about revenue. And now that you've got a cap on that, the number that Peggy Sattler put out was $1.8 billion that colleges and universities in the province will be missing out on. Now that you've got that cap, where does the money come from? So this doesn't cover off the cost of that if those numbers wind up adding up. So, no, there is no safeguard against that as far as I'm concerned. And the last thing you want to do is be making decisions based 
on revenue. You don't want to bottom line education. But we've had a bottom line for education for a while now. And I don't think it's going to stop. This is London Live on 980 CFPL.